the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. A happy Thanksgiving to you. I hope you have a happy Thanksgiving. There are so many families that have at least one very frightened human being, and that uh, sort of uh, ruins it for everybody. It takes a family of the unfrightened to get together, I guess, this Thanksgiving. Everybody has to be unfrightened. How many families have that? Maybe we'll cover that uh, at some point, maybe the third hour. I'm very curious what the percentage of families that normally get together and friends uh, on Thanksgiving will be doing it this year. So it, it, for many people, there will be two Thanksgivings without, uh, without family for no good reason. Just for the record, my friends, whatever you want to say, and I appreciate what you have to say, of course, more people died of COVID in the year of, of people being vaccinated than in the year of nobody being vaccine, vaccinated. What, what, do you, what do you say to that? You can't say it's the pandemic of the unvaccinated because everybody was unvaccinated the first year should have had far more deaths than the year when so many are vaccinated. Yeah, a lot of questions aren't there. I'll tell you what's on my mind, though, even more than that, and that's been on my mind from the first day of lockdown. Why don't they call the attack in Wisconsin a terrorist attack? Because they're so corrupt. Remember Nidal Hassan? How's that for a, a, a mind scratcher? A memory jogger. He was the army... Was he an officer? I think, I think he... Yeah. yeah. Who uh, one day at Fort Hood murdered, just murdered, 13 of his fellow service people or servicemen at the... Uh, in the army. Do you remember? I don't. We don't have it, Sean. Do we? In in the in the annals of the Dennis Prager show, Chris Matthews and others who denied that it was a terror attack. The man was a, a, a radical Muslim, and m- randomly murdered thirteen of his fellow soldiers. And no, no, no. I remember, was it uh, Geraldo Rivera? I don't want to blame someone for something they didn't do. But I believe it was, and if it wasn't, I'm truly uh, apologetic, who said, well, maybe he had a headache. Somebody said it. I I thought it was Geraldo, maybe not. Toothache. Toothache? Oh, yes, toothache. The... 
the toothache to murder line is uh, is very direct. Only uh, what what the left wants to do, the, the left is the other country. We have two countries, ladies and gentlemen. They just haven't separated officially. But we have two countries. And in the left country, you lie for anything that you want to pursue. It, it's just a given. So, of course, it's not a terror attack. A, a white-hating black mows down whites, and it's not uh, two days after the the verdict, and it's not an act of terror. That's a... That's... That's the world we're supposed to believe in. And I suspect that this will not be in the news so fast because it was a black slaughtering whites. Had it been the other way around, it would be the dominant theme of the mainstream media. Dominant. And another example of how blacks have so much to fear from white people right but they don't blacks have very little to fear from white people that's the iron including white policemen that's if you live in the realm of truth but if you live in on the left you believe what you want to believe you should read from your own column read from my own column Oh, yeah, this is from 2009. Thank you for sending it. Intimidated Americans claim not to know Hassan's motives. One reason here is, so 2009 is 12 years ago. That's when it happened. For the record, I know this will sound self-aggrandizing. I'll risk it. I'm right nearly all the time when I take controversial positions. They turn out to be right. And the reason they turn out to be right is, A, I'm, I'm a clear thinker, I use reason, and I'm crazy about truth. Oh, and it doesn't hurt. Uh, I'm not scared. One reads and hears with increasing, increasing disbelief and anger that we don't know the motive or motives of Nidal Mali Kassan, the army major who fired over 100 shots at his fellow American soldiers, in order to murder and maim as many as possible. Hassan ended up allegedly murdering 13 people, but government and army spokesmen... This is back in 2009. And the mainstream media claimed they just can't figure out why he did this. They are, however, certain that it was not an act of terrorism. Sunday's New York Times Week in Review article about Nidal Hassan was titled, When Soldiers Snap... The gist of the article was that Major Hassan had snapped, even though he had never been in combat. He snapped in advance. Just two sentences in the article were devoted to the possibility that his motives were in any way related to his Muslim faith. As Chris Matthews put it, I did remember right. It's unclear if religion was a factor in this shooting. To Matthews, not only was it unclear if Hassan's Islamic faith was 
the factor. It was unclear if it was even a factor. Likewise, on NPR, Tom Gelton offered the novel explanation that Hassan, who has never been in combat, may have suffered from pre-traumatic stress disorder. I now remember that. We had a ball with that one. Because he anticipated having traumatic distress. Was he an example? Gilton seriously asked of these soldiers who were literally freaked out by what they are likely to face when they are deployed? And on Fox News, Geraldo Rivera said, hey, I was right on, on that. I don't know what motivates him. As far as I know, he's a sociopath. He's a criminal. He could have had a toothache and gone off because of that. Uh, you remember toothache. I remembered Rivera. Good team. The deaths... I can't find either of them. Can't find either of what? The clips you oh, the clips. It's okay. Don't worry about it. It's nine years ago. The deaths and maiming at Fort Hood are heartbreaking and angering, but ultimately far more injurious to America than the act of evil that caused those deaths and injuries is the massive self-deception American society engages in out of fear of being called bigoted, racist, or Islamophobic. Any American who is not prepared to lie to himself has reason to believe that Hassan's religious views were prominent, if not exclusive, factors explaining why he slaughtered fellow American soldiers. The motives appear as clear as any could be. Chuck Medley, Fort Hood's Director of Emergency Services, told Reuters that Hassan yelled Allahu Akbar, the Arabic uh, incantation of Allah is the greatest, yelled by Islamic terrorists before they slaughter people just before the shooting. Dr. Val Fennell told the Associated Press that he and other classmates participating in a 2007-2008 master's program with Hassan at the Uniformed Services University had complained about his comments, including that the war on terror was a war against Islam. Okay, see a pattern here? That wasn't, uh, that wasn't a, an act of terror. No. Every one of you would bet your life savings that if a white did the same exact thing to blacks, it would be called terror. 1-8 Prager, 776. The Dennis Prager Show. Hi, Dennis Prager here again with a message for anyone struggling with pain. Of course, I want you to know about Relief Factor, the 100% drug-free supplement that tens of thousands are now taking every day. I take it every day. I like being out of pain. But I know you may be skeptical. I certainly was. Then I kept hearing about all the people, including my wife, who were no longer in pain. So I decided to give it a try. In fact, listen to Janice's story. I was skeptical at first, but because of the pain that I was having when I would uh, substitute teach and have to climb stairs, so I have lower back, hip, and even knee pain. And after about three weeks... I found that I could climb stairs pain-free, but it wasn't only pain-free. I could do it step over step without holding on the railing. I'm really happy. It's, it makes me feel like I'm young again. That's relieffactor.com or call 800-500-8384. 
800-500-8384. It's really eerie. This was exactly uh, also November. It was November of 2009, and they were denying then, and I was calling them out on it. My assumption is that the elite media lie on any controversial subject. I don't think they lie on, let's say, as I often use, as an example, a tornado in El Salvador. I can rely on the mainstream media. On anything left-right, they lie. By omission or commission. This, the speed with which the chief of police in Waukesha lied, or even if you don't think he lied, the speed with which he came to the conclusion, oh, this is not an act of terror. How the hell do you know that? A white-hating, black radical mows down whites with his SUV two days after the, the uh, Kyle, I was, what's his, what's his Rittenhouse. name? Rittenhouse uh, verdict. And you're sure it's not an act of terror. <laughs> I, 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 do, does half the country believe this? This is what I wonder. Does half the country believe it's not an act of terror? But you know who are, act, you know who are terrorists? Parents who yell at school board meetings. They're terrorists. The people, everybody who went on January 6th to the Capitol is a terrorist. They didn't kill a single human being, but they're terrorists. Didn't have a weapon. Didn't have a weapon. Well, they didn't have a gun. Let's put it that way. They yeah, all right, didn't have guns. They had umbrellas. Yeah. Whoops. All right, that was very charming. On rare occasions, I do that. <laughs> Oh, wow. Okay. Tom in Illinois, Blue Island. I love that. I would like to live in a place called Blue Island. I'm not sure I want to live in How are you, sir? I'm fine. How did it get the name Blue Island? Well, you know, Dennis, I spoke to you about a little, almost a year ago, and I believe you said either the... The man you call the living martyr lived was from Chicago, or yes, that is correct. He was yes, right. It's it's just south. It's the first suburb south once it, you okay. exit Chicago. Just one more question: Is it an island? No, and I if I got a thirty second, uh, a friend who's a doctor, uh, he went. He lived in Arizona, and he wanted to do his residency in. Uh, Chicago because of the trauma the the uh, reputation the trauma trauma centers had, and he thought Blue Island sounded like a nice place to live. And it's I mean it is a nice place to live, but not for a doctor, Dennis. Okay, fair enough. All right, what's on your mind? What's on your mind? Well, Dennis, a couple quick things. I so if you were to say percentage, I believe twenty percent of the I, fifteen twenty percent of the uh, United States believes this stuff. I think. You have 50 or 60 that knows it's crazy, and then you have the other 25 that don't care because they get their benefits out of being a Democrat. But um, So I think a high percentage of people know what's going on, and 
Um, I was in uh, Kenosha last week, and and uh, talk about being overplayed by the media was that ridiculous. Uh, the reason I called, sir, there was a movie in the late 80s, early 90s, a goofy movie with an old wrestler named Roddy Piper. It was called They Live, about aliens coming down. And uh, they had these crazy glasses that everyone could see what they were up to. Uh, only certain people had them. And that's how I feel when you're dealing with these leftists. They see someone like you, someone like Rush Limbaugh, someone like Larry Elder, uh, you know, down the line. You are the guys that see what they're up to, and that's why you men are so dangerous to them and need to be dealt with. That, that, okay, thank you. Uh, it, it, it was meant partially as a compliment, but the fact is I don't take it as a compliment, uh, even though it, it is partially but I take it as a description of fact. That is correct. Every anti-leftist, that's all you have to be, I don't care if you're liberal or conservative, every anti-leftist who has a following, in fact, every anti-leftist who has two people following them, I mean that sincerely. Most people are not published, most people do not give speeches, most people do not have a radio show, most people don't have a TV show. However, everyone who is anti-left, look, the people who spoke up at uh, school board meetings. The fact that any of us exist is very disturbing to people on the left. We must be throttled. That is is what they... uh, they, and they're right. I don't mean throttled in, any, in, a, in a sense of violence. Throttled in the sense of not allowed to have a following. But I, I do believe it is growing. I have never, ever patronized you with you know cheerful comments to, to get you to feel better about the future. I don't do that. I am, as one caller said, transparent and I intend to remain such. But I do believe more and more Americans are understanding the most important thing you can understand. Everything the left touches, it destroys. I have come here to chew bubblegum and kick and I'm all out of bubblegum. Don't you get tired of commercials screaming at you to buy gold now with inflated promises on future values? In an unregulated industry, you need honest, real experts to give you solid advice to protect your wealth and top picks on the best coins and bullion. As environmental policy becomes a hot topic, one precious metal that's been significantly undervalued for years is potentially set to surge. Nick Grovich, owner of AmFed Coin and Bullion, has long recommended this precious metal. Up to 600,000 ounces of this rare metal will be needed by 2030 to produce green hydrogen. Nick is doubling down on this pick, and you should too. Call Nick at AmFed Coin and Bullion to find out more. I've been friends with Nick for years, and he's my go-to guy when it comes to coins and bullion. I trust him. That's a very big statement, by the way. Call Nick at 800-221-7694-800-221-7694, AmericanFederal.com, AmericanFederal.com. Hi, everybody. I'm Dennis Prager. If you don't know Ami Horowitz, there are three possibilities. 
Thank you. I can't, I can't even hear myself. All right. There are three possibilities if you don't know who Ami Horowitz is. One, you have been in a nuclear submarine for many years. Two, you've been comatose. And I can't even think of a third. How's that, Ami Horowitz, for a new introduction of you? I love it. Okay. Listen, have a great day, a wonderful Thanksgiving. See you later, buddy. All I wanted to do was, is really introduce you. Uh, that was it. <laughs> Ami Horowitz, let me tell you something. I watched your latest video, and I said to my beloved, whom you know well, Alan. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that even cracked me up. It even almost cra- it even almost cracked Alan up, which is, as you know, a major achievement. Anyway, I told my wife that... All your videos are great, and I hate to say this is the best because I know when people say to me after a speech, oh, that was your best speech I ever heard, and I'm thinking, well, thank you, but they're all good. (laughs) So if I say this is the best video, you're, you're entitled to think, what are you talking about? They're all good. But nevertheless, this stands out. Uh, so, folks, let me just set the agenda and then have Ami. So Ami lives for masochistic reasons in Manhattan. And uh, he he asked people uh, if uh, the higher rates of obesity in the black population are a result of white racism. Just random people on the streets of New York the beauty of what what he did was that he asked whites and then he asked blacks. And I'll let you take away. I, I won't take away the punchline. Go ahead. So, right. So the, the slab was even better than that. I just asked them. So it is a fact that there is a higher level of black obesity. There is white obesity across the country. Uh, not to say there isn't white obesity. There's mass obesity across the country, but there's higher rates of the black community. So I actually asked them why. I didn't, I didn't even feed them the line is a racism. I just asked them, you know, what's the reason of the higher levels of obesity? And they went directly to the R word, right? Because, of course, everything is racist. Oh, wow. Really so uh, I, I misstated it to a certain extent. It's more dramatic than I said. You, Correct, they yeah. volunteered its racism. You didn't ask if it's racism. Correct. And as, as somebody said beautifully in the, as the first person, the first thing we had in the video was they said everything is connected to racism. Everything is racist. So, yeah, that was the setup. Because, of course, look, um, as we all know, the, the, what has become part of, of the left, the, the, the dogma of the left is that the, the black people have no agency, right? right? They are victim of circumstance and nothing more. The, 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 the patronizing of black people by the left is sick. And I, one of my favorite types of videos are these videos where I deal with how the left views black people. The people there are there ostensibly to protect, right, which, by the way, in and of itself is bigoted. They have to be there to protect. But the, 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 the white savior complex that the black left has is astonishing. And this video absolutely sets it up. And, they, and time after time, person after person, 
they said to me that it's and they would give the 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 craziest real like I asked them, well, why is it racist, right? And the reasons they gave were insane. In like one a number of people actually said a number of them said. Well, you know, we people get fat because they stress eat. I said, okay. And because black people have to deal with racism on a daily basis, they stress eat on a daily basis. That's how insane it went. And then it went, it went, to the, it went from insane to the racist when I asked them, hey, well, isn't there any personal responsibility involved with choices? And they looked at me and they said, no, no, no. With black people, there is no personal responsibility. There are no choices. They can't make choices. Personal responsibility, you ready for this? is part of white privilege and of, 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 of white supremacy. That's what personal choice is. So after, of course, they said all this, and of course, and, and, and to add one more thing, they, they said to me, you know... Wait, uh, wait, wait, don't what, answer, don't yeah. edit yet, because i got to take a break. Where, where can we uh, have it? It's up at DennisPrager.com, his video, and at AmiHorowitz.com. Uh, this is so telling. The punchline is yet to come. I'm not going to take it. I'm not going to tell it to you now. There is still a punchline. Hi, everyone. If you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault, listen up. We have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free. Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Call 800-702-5400. I'm here with spokesman John Wolfe. So, John, tell everyone listening who should call right now. Well, Maria, first off, thank you for having me here. It's always nice to answer the listeners' questions. Now, as far as who should call in, anyone who's been injured in an accident and think you deserve compensation, give us a call right now. 800-702-5400. You'll find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now. 800-702-5400. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. Hi, everybody. Dennis Prager here with the, uh, I was about to say great, but, uh, you know, I don't like his taste in cigars. Other than that, he is great. Is that all right? Did he hang up on me no, just for no, saying that? Yeah, you no, know, I, don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't like that. I don't like that. I know I that. I know. That. That's why go, I... Go back to the first one. No. All right. Not acceptable. And not even true, actually. Hmm. Well. Falsehood. <laughs> fine. I'm glad to hear that. I And I mean it, because we smoke cigars together often. Yes. Ami Horowitz makes gutsy, brilliant videos how long how long is the average video uh, it depends if it's a short form video like one of these man in the street or a stunty one then i would say three to five minutes three to six minutes and then if i do more of an in-depth documentary like the black lives matter video we spoke about uh that's probably more like a 15 minute 20 minute video wait a minute the yeah. one i watched just now the latest one about black obesity is three three minutes no, no, no. That one, I said three, three to five. This one, I think that's five, eighteen to be exact. I, I, it shows you, which of course we we have truly shown in PragerU, the amount of information one can derive in five minutes uh, belies one's intuition. That's it's counterintuitive how much you can learn in five minutes. Okay. Anyway, 
So, folks, uh, Ami, for reasons only the Lord knows, uh, lives in Manhattan, and uh, he, it's which is great for the videos because he's in the center of college graduates who are stupid. And he asked people, why do you feel, why do you believe there are greater rates of obesity uh, in black America than white America, among blacks than among whites? Everyone, now, by the way, I always ask you this, and I feel that I owe it to the audience. You did not get any response other than what we see on, on the video? Now, in, in this case, the answer is yes. That was, that was uh, total unanimity on the response that I got. Having said that, in general, I, I only show the majority response. So if, if 75% right, I understand one way, that. I'll show yeah. the 75%. Okay, in that, this particular case, it was 100%. I didn't come across a single person who said... No, no, no. no you didn't, wait, wait. Forgive me. Uh, I'm interrupting, but it, you, you yeah. didn't come across a single white person. A single white person. Or single, yeah, single person I interviewed on the left uh, who, who had a different opinion than the one that we show in the video that black obesity is solely due to racism. Okay, and now, my friends, as promised to you, the punchline. Go ahead. This was his so, brilliant. This was the brilliant thing that he did. Oh, thank you. Uh, feel free to use that word anytime you want. Thank you. So after we hear these these insane res- and, and I would even argue certainly bigoted responses, if not racist responses, to my questions about black obesity, and with with them ending with well, the one the way I crafted it was, hey, there there are no healthy food choices in the black communities, right? There are no, they kept going back to whole foods. There are no whole foods there. Then we then cut to me introing that I'm in the middle of the heart of Harlem in New York and the, 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 the camera pans up and I'm in front of what? A whole foods. Yeah, that was great. That was just great. <laughs> a Whole Foods right in the middle of Harlem. After the white said the they they don't have any Manhattan. the largest Whole Foods in Manhattan. They live every single leftist lives in a make believe world. There is if the moment you leave make believe, you become a liberal or a conservative. You are no longer a leftist. That's correct. So, so uh, I then began to ask black people, right? Because I think the, the people who would happen to know best how certain things affect the black community, well, well, who would it be? I don't know. Let's just say black people themselves. And they were dumbfounded, gobsmacked, that I would tell them that white leftists believe that obesity is due to racism. In fact, they accept the premise that black obesity is higher because they're in touch with the reality. And they person after person would say to me are you the only reason why they laughed at you they they, every black he interviewed either laughed or just seriously dismissed the notion that white racism is responsible for black obesity i mean they just said basically why don't they just eat better why don't they exercise why don't they it's of course now, by the way, just for the record, there are people who are obese, and it's not because they're eating Dunkin' Donuts by the dozen. I just want to make that clear. But that's true for whites and blacks. But to the extent that it is, what, what he's illustrating, Ami, is, is, the, is the white liberal, and I think liberals would join leftists on this, uh, uh, dismissal of black, as you put it, agency. The, uh, yes. That, that's the, and blacks don't. That's the point. 
That no, that's correct, and which which makes the look. And if you want to look at a in a in a, lar- in a larger framing, it does confound us, you and I, and certainly most people in the conservative world, uh, about why the black community continues to support democratic policies, and that's a whole different discussion. But the point is, is that when you see the disconnect between left and black, is when you see the opportunity to separate the black community from the Democratic Party, which has been taken over by leftists, right? What I, what I told you now, with the video that we have to, that I'm showing, is becoming, this is not the domain of just a small fraction of the left. This is becoming, as, as all hard leftist thought is becoming, it is mainstreamed into the bloodstream of the American left and the Democratic Party. You're seeing it more and more often. And that's the larger point and the more important All right, point. so yes, you, need to do, you need to do the same video and ask a whole bunch of whites, only whites, the same question about black obesity, and then a- ask them how would you characterize your politics. And then show not just the this time you show the difference between whites and blacks. Blacks having the healthier response. Show one between left and, and right. If you could find any conservatives in Manhattan, that, that might be a challenge. Folks, see the video at DennisPrager.com. Ami Horowitz is a uh, an asset to the United States of America. The Dennis Prager Show. My friends, hi there. Male, female hours coming up. Let's see here. Mike in Orange County. I'm going to summarize some calls. Don't hang up. Oh, Julius is about to hang up. I am, and uh, my one of my left-wing listeners, and I'm grateful to, for that. You are not a threat to anyone on the left. His buddy told the screen. I am not. I can only say that the New York Times, for example, described uh, Prager U as the titan of the right, just uh, titan, and uh, and about two weeks ago. Okay, fine. Uh, Then, all right, it's not worth pursuing. Duke in Columbus, Ohio, the Charlottesville car attack attack was considered terrorist. One person was killed. And by the way, did the trial ever arise? Is man ever put on trial? In Charlottesville, uh, someone was killed when this... He was convicted of what? Was he convicted of intentional? Did they say it was intentional? Yeah. Right. So that's that's terrorism, and one person was killed. And it might well, if it was intentional, it it it, it is it could be terrorism. Mike in Orange County says that he disagrees. The word terrorist uh, is losing its meaning. the the purpose of uh, The purpose of the word, and I wish we had more time, Mike. I you probably have something very uh, good to say. Terror, terrorism is an act that is meant to instill terror in a specific group. That's what I would assume terrorist means. And so I believe that when, when you target a group and hope to instill fear in other members of the group, I think it's fair to say terrorist but i understand his objection except it becomes look there's no question the word is ultimately subjective you can't you can't give a purely objective thing, uh, definition but if 
if all these other acts that have been called terrorist uh, acts are terrorist acts, then what was done in Waukesha is, uh, was an act of terror. That's, all, that's, that's what I began by saying. Tomorrow is Thanksgiving, and it's a beautiful thing to make a charitable donation because the best way to express gratitude is to do a good deed. Go to my website now, if you would, and click on the Angel Tree banner there. This is giving a Christmas gift to a child who has a parent in prison. It's a beautiful act. Or you can call 888-206-2801, 888-206-2801, or the banner at my website. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.